0: From our home to your speakers, VoiceAmerica.com. to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Pedar on today's show. You'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Welcome
1: back. I'm Jody Paydar, and I'm here with Liz Gold, and you are listening to Let's Get Radical. And we are live at the AICPA Engage event, and we've been here all day, and we've been having a phenomenal time having all kinds of interviews with all kinds of thought leaders, and it's just been a wonderful day, hasn't it been? Yes, Liz? and we're still standing. Actually, we're sitting right now. <laughs> we're No, it's been a wonderful day. Of course it has, yes. And I do have to give some quick shout-outs to our sponsors who have been awesome to us all day long we've been um our sponsors are first global as well as walters kluwer and so we have to give them lots of thanks and and good things good love because they've been with us all day today and and it's just been great so um but we have a guest this segment and we're pretty excited to have him and his name is peter zion and he's like this world famous thought leader who travels around the world doing um thought leader kinds of things. (laughs) (laughs) So, So Peter, welcome. And can you introduce yourself and kind of tell us what it is you do?
2: Sure. My name is Peter Zion. I'm a geopolitical strategist, which is a fancy way of saying that I help people make sense of the world and figure out the opportunities and challenges that will be facing them sector by sector, industry by industry, country by country in the years to come.
0: How do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) what's what's your secret
2: (laughs) Uh, there's no well I, I would say that the single most important thing is stepping outside of yourself and realizing that whatever it is that you want to see is absolutely irrelevant compared to how the world is actually going to turn out and once you can do that once you can kind of put your heart in a safety deposit box and look at things unbiasedly you can look at personalities as different as Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders and say okay this is where this leads and this is how we got here
1: right right how do you look at things unbiasedly
2: geography because the geography doesn't change and if you can understand how people interact with their space then all of a sudden their culture makes sense and it will inform what happens with their politics and their economics and their finance and their population structure and everything
0: Do you have, like, an app that tells you how to do this? I
2: wish. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's... uh, Geopolitics is kind of a lost art in the United States. Uh, Pretty much all universities stopped teaching it after the Second World War Hmm. because we had this little thing called Bretton Woods. And we told all of the countries of the world that, you know, this... This fighting has got to stop, and so you're all on the same side now. Britain, France, Germany, Japan, China, you're all on the same side. You're all on our side against the Soviets, and we will actually pay you to be on our side. And for countries like Japan and Germany who had just gotten out of a bruising war, which they lost in order to access land and resources and finance, they were a little bit, well, why didn't you do this like 15 years ago? We could have avoided a lot of pain. Uh, But that basically outlawed geopolitics. All of a sudden, location didn't matter because we were all part of the same network. The U.S. indirectly, indirectly subsidized everybody via the free trade model. Well, we did this to fight the Cold War. We bought up an alliance structure. This is how NATO happened. 1989, the Cold War ended. The only, the big flaw in the plan was that we won. And we have been coasting on that system ever since. We're still paying the price. We're still subsidizing the system, but... We're not writing anybody's securities policies anymore because the Cold War is over. And lo and behold, we've had a pushback on the left and the right across the American political spectrum. Everybody's done with it, and we don't know what's next. So we just came out of this bruising election cycle where the debate wasn't, should we internationalize or should we withdraw? It's over the speed of the withdrawal. And a president, Hillary Clinton, would have had this nice, calm, measured, announced structure for withdrawing us from the global system over 4 to 8 years or president trump who's doing it a little bit less calmly over 4 to 8 tweets uh, <laughs> it's just it's just a question of the speed uh-huh and if you are china or japan or korea or germany or britain or france or italy or anybody else who is dependent upon the old system the greatest period of peace and prosperity in human history was the last 70 years You're terrified. Yeah,
1: you don't want change.
2: And so we've seen this litany of world leaders, leaders, 11 so far, come to Washington to have a conversation with Trump to discuss if they can get a bilateral deal. And some get it. So like Shinzo Abe out of Japan, he came with a $500 billion bribe. You know, if you want to cut a deal with Donald Trump, that's a great first step. (laughs) Um, Angela Merkel, on the other hand, said you basically said, Do you realize that if you do what you say you're going to do with NATO and with trade, that that's not just the end of Europe, that's the end of Germany as a country? And Trump's response apparently was something along the lines of, "Uh uh-huh. And so that relationship is for all intents and purposes already over.
1: And so it wow. re- it really affects everything because all these countries, everything. they have cultures and everything, and, and no one wants to agree, right?
2: Well, the thing that worked through Bretton Woods is because everybody had been so devastated during the war and because the Americans were offering so much, you would be an idiot to turn it down. Uh, everyone got used to the United States paying for everything, doing all the heavy lifting, and at the end of the day, the Americans there, they would have your back. I mean, it was a great deal, and all you had to do was joined the cold war on the american side against the soviets that's it well for the last 30 years we've had this secession of administrations clinton bush w uh, obama who let the system go on autopilot mm. so the united states still provided these public goods for the global commons but the u.s didn't get anything in return so everyone became used to the americans paying the bill and not asking for anything in return and now say what you will about trump dude's got great timing Because no matter who was president, this was the presidency where it was going to be over. And if we were ever going to have a time when a Trump doctrine might actually work, it's now.
0: So he's just like ripping the Band-Aid off fast.
2: Uh, If if that's how you treat cancer, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: gotcha. And, And so now how does like world economics fit into all of this? And why should CPAs be concerned about it? Or why should CPAs need to understand it?
2: Everything about global trade is based on supply chains, maritime shipment, and global finance. And all of that is about to collapse. Because if you don't have the Americans providing for security of the oceans, then you cannot build things in more than one place where you have to link it via water. So the only supply chains that are going to survive intact are ones where the production, the raw materials, and the consumption are either physically secured or ideally co-located. The only place in the world that that happens right now is North America. So the United States, which always thought of Bretton Woods as a security policy, not an economic policy, we never bet our economy on global trade. Only about 8% of our GDP comes from exports, merchandise exports. The rest of it is internal. No other country in the world can say that. So you've got this massive disruption that's about to hit. The U.S. is broadly fine in its own little bucket, especially if you include the NAFTA partners. And you're going to have this massive capital flight and this massive manufacturing flight to go to places where you can actually put the supply chain in a safe spot, preferably with an end consumer. The United States is the only advanced country that has a demography that's still growing. I mean, even China, China is aging so fast that your average American will be younger than your average Chinese in two years. So this consumption boom, everybody talks about with the Chinese. Yeah, it's pretty much over. We're at the Mm. peak right now. Mm. And with Japan, that happened 15 years ago. With Europe, it was 10 years ago.
1: So if I'm a CPA, and I am a CPA, um, how can I... I was
2: going to say that was an awful disguise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How can I take this information and bring it back to my client Mm -hmm. and help explain it to them so that they get why we need to be aware of it, and what, how, how is it going to affect their business?
2: Sure. Uh, two big things come to mind. Um, first of all, with the demographic aging, we all know about the baby boomers retiring and all the stresses that are, that is going to cause. That is true. But our baby boomers did something that no other baby boomers around the world did. They had kids. Mm. So, yes, the next 10, 15 years, uh, as we digest the boomer retirement, it's going to be brutal. That's unavoidable. But we do have a replacement generation coming online. And by the time we get to 2030, a lot of these budgetary things that we stress about uh, are, okay, are going to turn out all right. Um, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It is not a train. It's just a millennial with whatever the newfangled phone happens to be.
1: Okay, good. So, so
2: you know, <laughs> don't, 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 don't lose your mind. You're going to be okay. Uh, second... When you break down everything globally, and we're talking about things, you know, from as holistic as the euro going away to as specific as the Korean supply chain system breaking down to wars in the Persian Gulf, which means Emirates goes away. Anything that relies on peace, prosperity and interchange in the broader global environment is in some degree of danger. So the trick is to look at your portfolio and figure out where the moving parts are. And if those moving parts are dependent upon multiple countries in different continents getting along, you might want to rethink that. Mm. But if your portfolio is dependent upon things that are produced within North America that have a global value, then that looks really attractive. So we can have global food shortages or global energy shortages or global refined product shortages, but the United States is a net exporter of all those things. And if you can produce it here and send it there, and the U.S. Navy is 10 times as powerful as the combined navies of the rest of the planet, so we can get it wherever we want it to go, then the opportunities are almost limitless. So this
1: could really be a good thing for us.
2: Yeah. I mean, as I like to say, you know, that, that sinking feeling that you've got in the pit of your stomach that the whole world's going to hell, you know, that, that's true. Listen to that. Uh, <laughs> but the Americans are going to sit this one out.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So this has been awesome. Yeah, um, I could talk to you for like a- another 20 minutes just because Woo. like this is like so much to learn for me too, right? Um, so but I just want to thank you for being a guest on our show today and thank you for coming to um, let's get or coming to the Engage event in Las Pleasure. Vegas. and um, and just thank you for being here. and stay tuned because we're coming back with lots more interviews. Thanks, Peter.
0: Was founded by CPAs who believe that accounting and tax professionals are uniquely qualified to add value to their existing client relationships by offering comprehensive wealth management services. First Global believes the time is now for one of america's most trusted professions to rise up and show the world the power of true cpa financial planning when you partner with first global you can be more to your clients play large by unleashing the power of wealth management and let go of the idea that someone else knows what's best for your clients visit first global at one stglobal.com. cch access from walters kluwer has the power to grow manage and protect firms in motion through its integrated modules these include tax preparation centralized document management improving client services streamlining accounting and managing your projects and deliverables accelerate growth enhance management and protect your organization's reputation visit cchgroup.com to find out more or register for a demo so we can show you what we do that's cchgroup.com